0: Good evening, good evening. This is LGBTQ Friendships Podcast with myself Nairi and my beautiful wife smiling gorgeously. Asa. So hi. Hello, 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 hello. Wow, that was a that was a, a methodical hello there. Um today's podcast is number twenty-four um first of all i'd like to appreciate and say thank you to all those that do take time out to listen to these podcasts much appreciated especially the persons not only in england and ireland but also france germany sweden australia wherever you are america we're hoping to be able to see a new few more landmarks around the world but you know do appreciate those that are listening so far thanking you So, um, episode 22, we spoke about emotional abuse and that flagged up quite a few um, deep stories. Um, I'd like to thank Nigel that actually um, put his side of the story on our request of tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about Domestic violence, yeah, and actually, you know, if you guys want to look on Facebook and see what Nigel wrote, um, it was quite touching, and um, because people do see domestic violence in the LGBT community,
1: domestic violence is not just in the LGBT know, community. domestic violence is everywhere. It is. You know, it's everywhere, and it. Domestic violence, it doesn't matter if you're black, pink, purple, white, whatever colour, whatever race, whatever religion, whatever sexual irritating you are, domestic violence bring up, come up in all shape and size. And it's the same. And again, domestic violence come in different shape and size. You know, you don't don't have to have a black eye to be in a domestic violence, you know. Could be verbal, could be physical, could be mental. So, so you know, liberal. it's just one of them ones.
0: <laughs> this is going to be an exciting topic tonight, as you can tell.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying because people hear domestic violence and thinking, oh, it is an LGBTLBTQ um podcast. You know, it's not just gay people, lesbian people, whoever. Have domestic violence. As I said, not just in our community, it's out there for everybody, different people, and everything.
0: But as I was about to explain, Nigel wrote in and he was in an abusive relationship, but it didn't seem like he was because he was quite the dominant of the relationship, but he was being abused physically and he closed his eyes. He said that it took him five years before he took up the, himself and removed himself from the relationship and realised that that was the only way he was going to be able to make things change. I'm not saying that for everybody. Hopefully there are ways, but my background was also delivering domestic abuse with um, Sandwell Women's Aid to my parent volunteers. So when they went into persons homes and were dealing with the parents as a volunteer, they could also see the signs and symptoms of what um, they were to look out for with regards to abuse. And like I say, it takes on average a person between two to seven years to realise or wake up and smell the coffee that they are in an actual abusive relationship, and it's a vicious cycle, which is what we'll talk about.
1: Yeah, that's what we'll talk about today. Cause I was watching. I I said to Wifey, let's do a program on domestic abuse, because I was watching a program on telly and this lady she just um being acquitted after the case been acquitted after the case acquitted and off what so i was watching telly i was watching the telly and this lady being acquitted she killed her husband i'm oh, her husband she i'm her husband but our son stay our son um our son was um knew that you know believe in the mom and know that you know the dad was abusive and she said you know what he would tell me what to wear and lot of things. And when she was talking, I was, I started thinking about myself and relationship what I've been in and out of. You know, I, I, as I said many times, I've got a colorful path. <laughs> yeah. So um, sorry for that. So um, so I was sitting sitting down thinking, and when I was thinking. Back in when I was married to a bloke, so I can talk for both experience because I was married for a bloke for a long time, and now I'm married to my gorgeous wife. And I was thinking then, and I was look back and thinking, I was the one doing the abuse, so I can talk from me as the one do the, the abuse, abuser. being the abuser, and I'm, and then I can talk from being abused myself in a relationship so I was thinking in the relationship when I had with my husband you know he will verbally say something to me and I will slap him one across the face so the abuse was both ways it was verbally but I was physically and that went on for a long time but then in that relationship, I had the power. I had the power because in that relationship, it was... That's why I'm saying I changed with my a lot of things, with counseling, coming through with my wife in this relationship. Because in that relationship, I have the power. It was my way, I know way. It was my way constantly, constantly my way. It was not um, 50-50. It was no give and take, it was just my way. And then if I don't get my way, when he can't get his, when, you know, he can't get a look and it will be a verbally abused and then I will just be physically abused to him. Because no one deserves no slap. And no one deserves to call any name neither. So looking back on it, and even now he was like, oh my God, I can't believe I called you that name. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I slap across the face. You know, and I'll get so irate. But look, as I said, that's looking back and that kind of relationship. That's why I always said communication is the key because communication break down there. And again, I was in a relationship. It was more me because I was in a, re- a relationship where I started to resent because I wasn't a straight woman. I didn't want to be with a man. But I just didn't know how to get out of it. I was married with kids, living the good life, you know, stay at home, mom. I didn't have to work. And at the same time, having feelings for girls, don't know where to put those feelings. And then husband come home and wants to be, you know, nice to his wife. And I'm like the evil woman because it's not like, I wanted to be there. I don't know. where, where to go? It was just a dark tunnel, and I just didn't know how to get out of it. So when I built up the courage to talk to him about it, it was understandable, and it was just like because he didn't see me dating women as as um che- as as cheating. It was just like was, that's what makes you angry. Do what you want to do, still married to me and and, the, and I did that for several years. I did that for about four, four years i was in, in world i world. was having the best of boat well, but at the same time, I was so excited on on weekends when I go and see my girlfriend and and then I was coming home during the uh, 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 coming home on the Monday morning, dreading. To just, you know, because I was living the the, the life I want on weekends. And during the week, I was living, oh, wife and kids and nobody know my business. So I had a secret. I was living a double life. I was living a double life. And that carried on for a good four years until when the girl I was seeing insisted that I move out and insisted that, um, that I had my own place. And I, I did move out and I have my own place. And then went into a relationship with her for seven years. And then abuse started there. Because then she, she was older than me a little bit. And then the abuse started. Because we will physically start to fight over argument. And she was jealous of certain things. And again... Some things was in that relationship where I didn't like, but other things in there were alike. So I was holding on to the things where I like, although I knew this relationship was toxic. And then I ended up split up from that relationship and I went into another relationship and that relationship came abuse. I was abusing that relationship because whatever that, what she don't like, it'd be a punch, it'd be a slap. And I always make an excuse for it. I always look into myself and saying, you know what, Asa, if if you could, if if you're, I was looking, I used to look at myself as, you know, if my friend was in this relationship, I would tell her to get out. But I'm in it and I'm staying in it. You know, and it was a lot of slapping. The start off with a little slap here and look a little slap there till it went up in full violent, you know. But as I said, sometimes when you're in it yourself, you can't really see the way out of it. But trust me, you will get strong to get out of it. You will get strong, You, but you have to leave. And when you leave, you've got to stay and leave. Because as soon as you go back, it's going to start. They will say, oh, I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm not saying people can't change because I change with my wife. I will never, ever, ever put my hands on my wife. Ever. I will never, ever put her down in certain ways. I love to see my wife smile, much less to tell her to verbally abuse her. I will never do that. Never, ever, ever. And I've been together five years, and I never, ever, never dare attempt to slap our one out. You know there was no abuse in this relationship at all. But I knew what it looks like, and I knew what I don't want. and I know what I want. So if you're out there, you, you just think it does verbally, or it's you know certain things doing what you don't like. Just look up what abuse is. Because so some people don't really know that they are abuse. They're getting abused when they're doing it. Because if he's telling you or she's telling you, oh, what to wear or how to dress and how to do your hair, those controlling this. You are your own person. You have to ready. You have to be, wants to do things that suit you. And I'm telling you, if you think you are being abused, seek help, and, again, leave.
0: It's, it's, okay, coming from my professional side of things, it's, it's, you know, I've dealt with domestic violence for about six, seven years when I was with your starts and being with new parents or parents that have got newborn kids and still got older kids with them and it's hard for both straight couples whatever orientation sex couple and um european couples that have migrated from where poland romania Uh, wherever 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 they're from um and they've got a different culture we've all got different cultures and these cultures have a massive impact um now
1: the yeah, but you should not make it's because, not an excuse. Because I could say, I'm I'm from Jamaica. I look a slap. Other goes oh, just a little slap is nothing. It is something.
0: It is something. Don't get me wrong.
1: Don't sleep behind the <coughs> carpet. It is something. So it not because oh, it's a culture. It your culture abuse is abuse. And don't put yes. it down on, 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 carpet, on the not, carpet not and to... said, oh,
0: it's because of your culture, don't look at it, you know? And what I'm trying to get to is the fact that women understand that the men are the controllers in the house. They are the head of the house. They are seen as the head. What they say goes. So if they haven't got the drink ready for them on a Friday evening when they finish work... And the husband turns around and slaps them and says, where's my drink? Well, that was her fault. That's how they see it. It's their fault. They didn't get it ready. They know what they're supposed to do. And that's how he is of control. Now, they come into England and realise, oh, wow, women have got rights and resp- and, and they've got to be respected. So when the husband's there saying, well, where's my drink? Why haven't you got it ready? And they've got to slap them. And then all of a sudden the police come to the door and say, mate, you ain't supposed to do that. This is classed as harassment. It's also classed as, down the, down the lines, further on, as domestic abuse. Do you see where I'm coming from now with my sentence? Mm. Okay. So, and that's the reason why. it's It's... It's quick for persons who are used to our system to say, oh no, you, we don't put up with that, it is class as abuse, it is that. But again, we have to tread carefully when it comes to cultural sensitivity, just like we have to tread carefully when it comes to um same-sex relationships or whatever, it's not that we've got to close our eyes and think that we, we should put it underneath the carpet and sweep it and forget about it, because no, we shouldn't. I mean, when you look at the, the types of domestic violence, you've got the physical, where we've talked about, it's it's the, the physical force against another person in the way that ends in injuring that person or puts the person at a risk of being injured. Okay. Then we've talked about emotional abuse which we talked on the episode 22 which again can be verbal or it can be non-verbal and emotional is very much that mental side of things. Mm-hmm. And you know, I personally have have been on the receiving end of that in the 21 years that I was with my ex-husband. And even though as a professional I'm delivering these domestic violence um, teachings uh, um, on a monthly basis to my parents and to my parent volunteers and it wasn't till how many years later I thought, you know what, Nairobi? You're so silly. This is the kind of abuse that you go home to and you put your shell against it and you forget about it but it, chip by chip and bit by bit it does penetrate a shell and it can be very devastating. Oh, yeah. Um. so like as has been through the physical abuse and probably the emotional i've definitely been through the emotional I'm, I'm not a physical person not with the people well my husband's quite a, a strong person and there's just there's just no point of, of going to the physical side of things they also there's another one um financial abuse now this is a big one and a lot of people forget about financial abuse now this may include withholding um, withholding the, the, the monies or stealing from the person. So say, for instance, you're getting your benefit at the end of the week and you don't get that benefit, but also the benefit comes and next thing you know, it's disappeared. And you think, well, hold on a minute, i put that down to save for whatever. Or again the um the the person could also be using your name to get credit cards or store cards or whatever and running up a a bill in your name and you're none the wiser like my wife she is very trusting and she'll give you the the number and the password and listen and say, hey God, do deal with it, and do it sort of take yourself and unfortunately, this happened where she her ex Knew all the details. And I tried to phone her and the phone wasn't going through. And I was like, so I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm ringing and ringing and I can't get through. So in the end, I think I called her elder daughter and I said, you know, is your mum's phone okay? And she said, well, I don't know, I haven't tried, she's bit right here. So I said, check your phone. Next thing we know, the phone line's dead. And unfortunately, there was um, an ex who had, 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 had phoned up the phone company and said that the phone was lost and whatever else. So this is another way of the control aspect of 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 abuse, even though they'd split up and, you know, things were still going on. So we've talked about physical, emotional, financial, and there's no sexual, and I mean not no, there's always been sexual abuse. Now... Sexual abuse is often linked to physical abuse that may occur together, or sexual abuse may occur after a bout of physical abuse. So, therefore, you know, I think if you this might ring a bell where you've been physical to one another, so you've slapped and hitted and, and, and beat, and then it's turned into sex. Before you know it, it's sex that you didn't really want to be a part of, but you've been forced to have sex, as if to say it's it's something like a trophy at the end. But no, you have still the right to say yes or no to sex because if you've been in, in a build-up physical of abuse and all of a sudden it's turned into a sexual act, again, that's abuse of the power. Um so you know these are the reasons why I'm just quickly going over the types of uh, domestic violence. There's also a um spiritual abuse, which is everything that comes in the way of doing of you doing something or feeling good about yourself. So say for instance, you know, you, you're in high spirits and you do feel good and today's gonna be so positive and you're gonna achieve XYZ and come back to A B C and then that person turns around and says, Well, what do you want to do that for? What are you doing that? You don't need to do that. Do it tomorrow or do it next week or forget about it. Just just stay as you are.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: therefore, that's yeah. do you see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. So that that's the reason why. It's not spiritualizing the religious side of spiritual, but it's your 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 feelings, your nature within yourself trying to build up a positive realm in order to move forward and that just gets knocked down over and over again so you know there are there are quite a a lot of different things in that realm um and it's i've seen it so many times where i've had to help you know women and flee from their home on a Friday afternoon of all times that when you know you're about to pack up ready for the weekend, and a lady will come in with her two children, one eight months old and the other um eighteen months and nearly two years old and you've just got to help them that's That's just the nature you've just got to help and phone up the the nearest um refuge um violent death, domestic violence refuge to be able to get them sheltered and accommodated for the weekend and then try and get them a food parcel as well so you know it is it is a very vicious cycle it's not the easiest of things to to be in and around no it's it's very draining and it's very scary for not only that that person that's going through that abuse but also the uh, the the children who are forgotten victims in domestic abuse situations because they're often it's like having a doll and you pick that doll up and put it in the corner and the doll can witness and see and hear everything and nobody talks to the dolly because the dolly can't don't talk back properly but yet still it has a serious impact upon these the kids that are there and if you haven't got kids you think people around you are are silly that they don't feel and sense that something's going on and even though you you know you turn up at a family's house or or a friend's house, and you the two of you have been arguing and your eyes are red and you're trying to blow your nose to clear up your face and whatever, and just your own body language and demeanour is down, and people sense that And I remember one going one time going into a um a public-house, and I sat down and it was a darkish place, and I thought this woman had um sunglasses on. And it was, like I say, it was a darkish place. And I was thinking, why the heck's this woman got sunglasses on in this darkish place? And I realised that she had two black eyes. And I was like, wow, you went in for a few rounds, didn't you? And she laughed it off and she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he loves me really, but, you know, he just got a bit out of hand. So, you know, it's... it's. Um, I mean, physical, violent, sexual it it's all this it's it's a power it's control it's the use of of words that are quite threatening there's also the use of the emotional abuse which we've already spoke about mm-hmm. the use of isolation yeah. this one's a big one because you know you've got a very big circle of friends and you knew lots of people and i mean there might be just associates and all of a sudden you look around you're like um Billy mates because that person has slowly, slowly chipped at you stopping seeing that person, stop seeing that person, don't go out on the Friday evenings, don't go out after work, or don't go and link up with your family. And they they they're very controlling and powerful steps. There's also um the 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 use of um it says here male privileges but i don't know if i don't i'm I'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not not a male privileged person at all i think i think people can regardless of who or what they are can abuse their their status as if to say they're the ones that's in control Uh, they are the
1: one sometimes i got one partner work and you're not at work so you are armed um, so I'm the one bringing the income but you know when your husband and wife are in a partnership or uh, you know it's 50 50 so if one people bringing more income than the other one is not a bad thing you no. know don't look at it as if oh, so he works so he has to do this or that, that that no you know I just want you like, out there to just wise up and if something don't smell good, something don't feel good, you know, talk to someone. Don't don't just be silent. You know, talk to someone. Talk, send us a message on our podcast. Yeah, I send mean, we, what message. you can do, you
0: can you can via Anchor, and on the 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 podcast is available on Irrecoaching because coaching sponsors LGBTQ podcast. And um, the you can send a voice message um, via Anchor, or you can also leave a, a voice message on our Facebook page, whether it's LGBTQ friendships podcasts, yeah, on on Facebook or the Irie Coaching Facebook page. So you know there are many ways of being able to find out how to contact. And if you do, if you are worried or if you are thinking, Are you in such a relationship? Just just holler back to us and we'll get back to you, not a problem. You know, that's what coaching is all about. You know, it it it's it's not the easiest of things and the last thing you want to hear is someone say, You know what? Leave your partner. You need to understand what options, what avenues, what choices you have and those are the things that we'd go through yeah, in order for you to make your own informed. I feel like you can't um, send us a message. Speak to your doctors.
1: That's what they're there for, to help. Speak to your doctors and they're probably put in the, the right places as well. You know, speak. Just talk. Talk to people. Just reach out. Don't suffer in silence. No,
0: it's you know, not nice. Don't.
1: Not at all. Reach out
0: yeah it's it's it it, it is a hard one, but the, you know at the end of the day, like I said, I think people think that by getting punched or slapped or whatever, you asked for that gift oh, nobody, no nobody asks to no. get slapped, punched, belittled, told that you're nothing, told that you'll get nowhere, told that you know, look at you, who's gonna want you you know, I'm the only one that will ever love you the way I love you. No, that's just a a, a manipulative cycle of emotional abuse. And for them to then turn around and slap you as if to say, well, you didn't listen. No, that's wrong. Or or pinch you under the table or behind you because you're trying to say something that they don't want you to say in front of their friends. Mm. There's there's so many ways. And the worst one of all, those that have got kids. The kids are used as pawns on the partner's chessboard. As if to say, well, psh, you don't deserve these kids. Well, hold on a minute. I held those kids for nine months in my belly and pushed them out. I don't see you pushing them out, your little nubbin. Yeah. Sorry. But it, it just infuriates me. Because... Psh, you know, at the end of the day, kids do deserve respect in you know, a relationship. And when you think of splitting up, not everybody's as open-minded as myself, but I did allow my eldest to have the choice whether she wanted to be with her dad or myself because she was of an age that I thought was appropriate and to respect her, which it killed me like squatting a fly instant. But... I did allow her to stay with her dad, but my two younger ones came with me. I wasn't allowed, I was not about to be pressured any further than that. And it's not easy, it really isn't. But, you know, everybody's different. Yeah. So, you know, each to their own. Nobody can't tell you what's right, what's wrong. Only you will know what's right is, what's wrong. My wife has always said that if we were together at those times, all three kids would have been with me. Of course. But, um, like I say, we we, we we each do our thing a little way different. But please know that no matter what you're going through, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Always. I, I always think there's not a light. But it's when I reach
1: down there and see the light, the light is bright. Bright.
0: Mm-hmm it it's it's it, it is it's um it's the um like i say we had um somebody on like i say <coughs> and what on facebook on facebook i said this week's lgbt podcast will continue hashtag emotional abuse episode 22 looking at what is domestic abuse we got asked on the emotional abuse page um what's domestic abuse got to do with lgbt friendships and i asked for any feedback and we had nigel i'm not going to say his full name but nigel made a comment saying domestic abuse within the lgbtq community has been taboo and ignored for many years it was never taken seriously by public service such as the police times have changed and now people are talking about it and offering support to victims abuse can be in many forms including physical and mental abuse may not always be carried out by parties who appear more dominant in the relationship and assumptions should never be made. He said that he was personally a victim of domestic violence abuse for nearly five years. Like many victims he hoped his partner would change but he, the partner didn't. Um, It was him. That changed and left the relationship back then. There was no help for victims, but now there is support. And he also mentioned Stonewall and other organisations such as Broken Rainbow, which is those that are available on the Facebook um, LGBTQ Friendships page. So I said thank you for sharing. It's not easy to face up to someone you love is not treating you the way you treat them with love. It takes a person, like I said, on average two to seven years to face up to reality. <clears throat> and like I said, I've out- helped many having to flee um, domestic to domestic uh, shelters with kids or and nothing. Uh, and then I too explained about myself, but I said, it's not about me. So I said, please, if you have anything, you're unsure of or would like to share, please join in. That you can inbox directly and say what you want privately if you need to. So again, what I will do is um put these notes up onto our page and um make sure that you're fully aware of how to get in touch with myself as a as a personal coach and deliver on domestic violence with Samwell Women's Aid. Um. Again, we've got um Stonewall and we've got Broken Rainbow. There's plenty of other places that we we're able to be able to put you into touch with somebody closer to home that you could be able to talk face-to-face to if you need to. Or, like I say, you can pick up the phone and phone myself. Um. Much appreciated if you're able to get yourself understood and don't feel alone. Don't feel that you're in isolation. Because you're not, there is plenty of support out here.
1: Definitely, definitely, plenty of support. And, you know, take it from us, you know, reach out, reach out. So don't suffer in silent. Reach out and speak to your doctor or, as wifey said, contact us. But don't suffer in silence. And, you know, good night. And I hope this podcast help. Even if even if, either if it help one someone, mm-hmm. one somebody, it help someone. So I just want to thank you all for listening again, and you know, wife will give you all the forum where you can contact us and you know give us feedbacks and and see you know if if you if you want to send us a shout out or anyway. So thanks for listening. Yes, give yes. us
0: a right to review. Yeah. You. That would be much appreciated. And when the podcasts do come out, share, share and discuss it with your friends or your family. Yeah, because,
1: you know, you're probably talking to one of your friends and not ever realised that they was in a relationship where they shouldn't be in. So, you know, just share and talk. Yeah, so I want to give you a
0: big shout-out again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much again Facebook and um, Instagram tweets are available on most of the popular forums and you can also just email us in the you can look Iculture on Google and we've also got iculture dot com website so again, agriculture proudly sponsoring. LGBTQ Friendships podcast. Good night, good night, good night. Good night.